Welcome, everybody, to podcast number 12, The Unconventional Family. We are, as always, delighted to have you with us today. What's up, Mama? What's up? <laughs> Not a lot. Great question. What's up basically means what's happening. Why waste any time? Let's get. Well, we didn't say what number it was. Number 12. I said it was 12. Did you? I did. <laughs> We're recording at about 11 o'clock. Mommy's tired. I am tired. So am I. That's I did right. say 12. Okay. But it's worth saying again. Uno dos. I have to put my Spanish in we, there. We have over 600 downloads. What? What? Added to 1,000. Headed to 1,000. We can only go up from here. <laughs> yep, but there was only 25 downloads last week. That's a little bit, um, that's strange. So listen to it. Share it. Yeah. Listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think everybody just kind of hit a busy, a busy weekend. Well, we for us again. So yeah, going into it. Um, well, we've got homeschool going on. Stretcher. Yeah. Wyatt went out on a stretcher to his football game on Friday. Uh, sounds worse than it was. He just got a stinger and a concussion. Pretty much is all it boiled down to. Uh, got hit pretty hard on the sidelines and we were the, Fun parents running across the football field for them to load up our kid on a backboard and haul him over into an ambulance. Spent our whole evening and part of our morning, Saturday morning, in a children's hospital in Temple. McLean's Children's Hospital. There we go. I couldn't remember the name. Um, yep. He's released. Advil. Sit out from physical activity for a couple of weeks. He'll be good to go. You are performing a wedding. This weekend? I am Mr. Seth Odom. Yeah. Um, big surprise. We did not get to launch this week, um, which is no big deal. We will be launching it next week. We got to go see our big surprise this evening, which is why we are late recording. Yep. And even tonight, I don't think in the past seven days, we've both been able to be home before 10 o'clock at night, which is why we... Are one recording really late, and two, while well, we're going to be a day late on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. So busy life, busy, busy, busy. But it's but good stuff. It's good stuff. So let's move on to what's going on in the world. I have a little bit different, unique take on this. I talked about going and talking about sports, but I just wanted to pull something that I saw that happened on social media that I just wanted to discuss. And so, interestingly enough, if anybody knows who Jimmy Swaggart is. Jimmy Swaggart is Jerry Lee Lewis's cousin and Mickey Gilly's cousin. Mickey Gilly did a lot of the music connected to Urban Cowboy and, anyways, country music scene. Yeah. So they're all cousins. And there was a picture of them getting together um, on Facebook. and I know, saw that. Yeah, there was a bunch of hashtags on there. And there was one hashtag on there that said hashtag rock and roll. And then there was all these comments, and I just looked at it. Do y'all ever look at the comments just, just to see? I do. If I see something that I know is controversial, I will just go immediately click on the comments, and you immediately know who someone is by their need to comment yes. something very rude on a photo. Yeah. Yes. So this one person said, Love you, brother Swagger. It was it was Gabriel Swagger who posted it, the grandson. And he, this 
woman said, love you, Brother Swagger, but hashtag rock and roll, really? Don't know that I would put that. Rock and roll is wicked. What? Yeah. <laughs> and so it led me to believe that I just want to launch in for just a second. I don't know why more than ever it is cool to be a overly, over-the-top, super spiritual. Super saint. Super saint. That that acts like you're just walking in Amish level holiness, you know. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's just let's just let's get let's take this podcast to a little bit more real level than we've been yet. There's some folks around me in ministry that are like this and get on my nerves. Okay, it's just true. Yeah. Um, and if this podcast gets me in trouble, okay, that's fine. I'm a repercussion acceptor. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot stand people that think that because uh, they slipped and fell getting out of the bathtub that there's a bathroom demon. Yeah. <laughs> or, or that, or that because because that um, uh, they had a dream that um, you know Amanda had the body of a snake and it was Amanda's head on it that Amanda is now wicked. You know, <laughs> I just you, you know you, you really you really only run into these people in. The type of church that we attend, which is a spirit-filled church. Yeah. And it's really just very over-the-top annoying. And it's not that all things aren't spiritual because everything has a spiritual element to it. And it's not that you should separate your life from spiritual and non-spiritual things. But I'm trying to encourage people that are Christians to stop being so spiritually minded that you are absolutely no earthly good. Right. Um, You're irritating. Um, nobody wants to hear you talk about, you know, like, like for instance, if I just say, Hey, uh, Hey bud, you know, good luck on your test. Some kid. I don't need luck. I'm blessed. And, and, then, <laughs> and then, and then, well, not them saying that because kids don't talk like that because kids have more sense yeah. than these, these knuckleheaded adults. Yeah. But, but what happens is somebody listening will say, well, they don't need any luck because they're blessed by Jesus. Like, what you said is stupid. Absolutely. And yeah. you're not going to win one person to Jesus saying stupid things like that. So what's going on in the world? I'm going to tell you what's going on in the world. In the world of social media, people think that they have to be right. And people think that they have to comment some things that are really unnecessary. And it made me think, rock and roll evil. I don't think rock and roll is evil. I think that a lot of denominations and people taught that for a long time. But I don't find rock and roll to be evil. I just simply do not. Right. Um, there are certain songs that may be evil. Right. But not the genre itself. So anyway, the other things going on in the world, you had the uh, debate that everybody is suddenly acting like that they are the super most over the top, most mature people on the face of the earth. And they just can't believe that people would be rude and argue with each other. But yet... You tune in to the Real Housewives of Orange County and all, all, whatever other show that you tune into. And Jerry yeah. Springer was a top-running show for like fifty-two years. Yeah. And in Jersey every sure. And you're all up yeah. in everybody's business and you talk over each other. And then you watch sports shows where people yell at each other. You're not. You're not. Let's get real about it because nobody took this stance. I haven't seen anybody take this stance. I am one of a kind today. Here it is. Here's what I say. You people are too cowardly to come out and say, I like Biden. I like Trump. Here is why I like them. 
I thought my guy did good. You have to pretend to be offended by the, quote, immaturity because you want to talk about it, but you're scared to talk about it because you, you, you fear not being accepted by your neighbor. Well, I don't care. I'm still voting for Trump. I thought he did a better job than Biden did. I thought, yes, Trump was a little rude. But what, what is debate? Debate is an argument. Debate is a back and forth. And I, I'm, a, I'm not going to shy away from any subject on this. From this point forward, this is the realest podcast on the face of the earth. And it, well, it, we knew what we were getting. We knew Trump's reactions before the debate even started. Because you know who he is as a man. And so for us, we were just like, all right, let's count them up. Let's see how many times he just, he completely smushes Biden. And so we did. We kept a tally of it and we laughed. Oh, we laughed hysterically. All right, well, I want to say something. On, the, on that point, I want to go right to controversy where the line of questioning about whether or not he would denounce a white supremacist group. Okay? Yeah. Chris Wallace, who is a total toolbox right. on Fox News, for those of you that thinks Fox News is some kind of wonderful thing, um, he comes on there and he says, will you denounce um, white supremacy groups? Just for the record, he's already done this before. He's already denounced them before. Right. He's So the premise of the question is, You've never done this before, but he has done it, and there's plenty of videos showing that he has. His first response was, sure, I'd be happy to denounce whoever you'd like me to. Yeah. And then he said, give me a name. Give me a name of someone. Yeah. You know? And he wouldn't. He's like, and then, he, and then Chris Wallace says, white supremacy groups and militia groups, as if because you're in a militia, you're a white supremacist. Yeah. No. I'll have you know that the Constitution of the United States says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the freedom of a people of a free people. Get out of here with that. You don't even know your own history. So they're trying well, they're trying to get him to twist to so, say something to twist his words. So yeah. there is a group of people that are on the far right called the Proud Boys. They are a group. They are not racist. They have five tenets of their group. And one of the tenets is, is that they do not accept racism or racists into their group. Yeah. Okay. But because the very left-wing liberal media has decided that they will portray this group as a white supremacy group, he says, okay, I'll tell the Proud Boys to, uh, to stand back, you know, uh, to stand down. And then he said, maybe stand by. And what he meant by that was, is that if, the governors, liberal left-wing governors, are not going to do the job and call in the National Guard if they're not going to restore law and order. What he meant was is that militia groups may have to because our local governors will not. Yeah. And so it was a total – and then they ran with this. And I, shame on people, man. I, 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 I Even conservative Christian people, I just can't believe that he wouldn't do – well, wait a minute. They didn't, the only group they named wasn't a racist group. They did not say, Mr. President, do you think that the KKK is evil? Right. And just sit there and shut up a minute. Yeah. They didn't do that. Yeah. Okay. And I can produce examples where he has said this, he has said these groups, you know, whatever. Here's my thing. I don't even know why it matters that he does that. 
why is the premise why is the premise this man's a racist? Why? Right. Why is it just assumed that he's a racist? Because there are too many um, emotional Nancys out here who assume that anybody that's a little bit insensitive about race is a racist. Right. Stop redefining racism. Right. Racism is at its core this right here. It is it is this. If I believe that because I am white or black or Hispanic or Asian, I am better than the rest of you because of my heritage and my ethnicity, that is racism to believe somebody is better based on their color. Right. It is not racism to be insensitive about race. Right. Stereotyping is not necessarily racism. White women don't season their food when they cook. That's not a racist <laughs> statement. But I guarantee you that eight out of ten millennials think that's a racist statement. Right. Millennials, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to toughen up. Oh God, please. Anyway, yes. this is what's been going on in the world. And the reason I'm not shying away from talking about it is this. Um there's just no there's just no reason. Somebody says it's often been said that um that the two things you don't discuss are uh, politics and religion. Chuck Norris says, if you're a true patriot, you'll discuss both of them. There you go. And so anyway, let's move on from that. Yeah. Uh, unless you want to add anything to that. Darling. No, I would just say, if, if you're not proud of who you are voting for as your president, maybe you should take a step back and look into that a little bit more. If you can't just stand behind who you're, who you're going to vote for. So that's me. We've always said we're going to be an open book. We'll be yep. open. We'll be honest. There's absolutely not much that we're not going to talk about. So talk about what we want to talk about. It's our That's podcast. <laughs> so this is going to be part two. Yes. And uh, you want to get us going on that? I know you were writing down some notes beforehand. So yes. So um, last week we talked about how to bounce back from a fall. And so the topic of the day today is coming back from a hard fall in life. Part two, which is called piggybacking off of Amanda's point, um, eliminating distractions. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, by the way, we are going to get into in the coming weeks some topics that are a little different, like um, that specifically we might tell a portion of our story and how our story happened in depth. Um yeah, that'll take that'll take quite a few podcasts. I Correct. Think. So that that's coming, but yeah. right now, how to eliminate distractions? Because if you're going to bounce back from a hard fall, you're not going to be able to be easily distracted. You're not going to be able to be thrown off of your game, and you're going to have to stay focused and believe that you can achieve a better place in life. Yeah. You can bounce back. Absolutely. So I came up with five ways that I believe we in this family, we eliminate distractions. And Amanda, you jump in anytime. I'm going to kind of be quiet after I say each one. Okay. Yep. One, electronics do not govern our lives. Yeah. They do not govern our lives. Um, some of you shock me and amaze me with your inability to not answer the phone. And not, or not immediately respond to a text or yeah. not immediately hear it go off and buzz and have to jump up and run to it. That's, 
that to me baffles me because I will put my phone on a charger like in the kitchen and just have music playing or something for three or four hours. Then I'll go check and I'll be like, oh, dang, I've got quite a few text messages. <laughs> you have to become comfortable with people walking up and saying, hey, I texted you two or three times. And I used to be super apologetic, but I lost that in myself a while back. Now my response is, yeah, I know. Did yeah. I write you back? Yeah. No, I didn't write you back because it wasn't time for me to write you back yeah. yet. It wasn't urgent. I had other things going on. And when I'm ready to get back to you, I don't want to come off to sound mean. Right. But you don't run my life. And I, electronics don't run our lives. We're not going to be bound. You know, in fact, I just wrote into my, um, I have a morning routine, a daily routine, and then an after work routine that I'm trying to get on board because we're, you win in the routine. Yes. And that helped that I should have made that. We'll make that our sixth point. You win in the routine. Let's do that. Cause I think us too, we just had this conversation a couple of days ago when we were like, man, like things have gotten so crazy right now. Oh, just here around the house. Like, well, let's be on that. There's, there's, there's many people that are in the middle of crisis situations in their families and in their, um, you know, completely nameless, doesn't matter who. Yeah. Um, but to be, if we're going to be honest, there are some people that their lives are just absolutely falling apart. And we are the people that are there for people. Right. Yeah. So about 90% of our spare time has been spent on others. I would say the last two weeks. And so our, we talked about this a couple of days ago, our routine at home has really just kind of went to crap. Like we are just doing yeah. what we have to do to get by yeah. falling into bed at night and then getting up in the morning and going, but, okay, this but is let me tell at. you. But let me tell you, <laughs> we are selfless people and we're going to continue to help other people. Oh, absolutely. And we'll, we'll put in, it's not like when we put these routines and I think this is where people kind of get it wrong. They put like this routine together and they don't think if they don't stick to it hour by hour and minute by minute, you made the routine. You can change the flipping routine. <laughs> like, stop. You're not a tree. Move. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I told somebody that the other day. Like, You're not a tree. You can move. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. So where we're at now is, okay, we have some stuff coming up. Um that is going to be we what we believe and we know is going to be great for our family, excellent for the blog, wonderful for Instagram, and it's just going to be like this really cool launching pad for unconventional family on a different level. We are going to have to adjust our routine and our lives for a season sure, because a lot of our free time is going to be spent on this project. So we'll loop back to routines. Oh, let, yeah, that's let, right. Let, that was going to be number six. Number one is electronics don't govern our lives. Some of you really need to have surgery. Yes. You need you need to get the phone detached from your hand. Well, and you just, you put out on Facebook, we need to do a 24 to 48, 48 hour. I think 48 hour. I think a 48 hour one would be great. Electronic cleanse. And that just yep. lines up so perfectly because when we sat down to record this podcast, I looked at you and I said, Jason, <laughs> I need a 24 hour Sheraton retreat, which is. There's yeah. a hotel in Georgetown that we like to do our staycation at. Um, it's like 20 minutes from our house. 
And I think that would be a good place to start is. Yes. And if you can't get a hold of me for 48 hours, you will live. You will be okay. I, I am not a paramedic. I'm yeah. not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not your lawyer. Yeah. I'm just an advocate. Yep. And I'll be happy to advocate for you on the 49th hour. <laughs> yes. So number two, I think, is to eliminate distraction. Sometimes you got to tighten the circle. And what I mean is limit the voices in your life. Yes. Um, people that aren't going anywhere can often be a distraction. Well, people who aren't going anywhere are not going to push you to go somewhere. Right. That's exactly right. So, so. <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think you need to take a good hard look at who's around you and stop allowing, we say it all the time, stop allowing your dysfunctional family, your overbearing family to make you go do, you know, I, I, I it's, it's just, it blows me away sometimes. Like, you, some people, you can't get them to go do anything with you because, oh, I, I'm going to go do this with my family and this, this, and that, something else. And it's like, Lord have mercy. I mean, you, you're a grown man. I mean, 30 years old and above, and, and you're just run by anyway. How many family dinners you got to attend? Lord have mercy. Well, and one thing that we have done, we, and because of, the place that we have in a lot of people's lives where we are, we are there to help and encourage and lift up and stuff. Yeah. We have intentionally kept people in our lives. Not necessarily. These people don't go to church with us. Right. And we intentionally make an effort to spend time with them about once a month, once every two months that they are in a way better place than we are at as far as, financially and career wise and stuff, because that's a place for us to just sit and yeah. listen and yeah. just be around somebody that is doing something that we want to achieve. Maybe not the, the career path and maybe not exactly how they live their lives, but they are in society a level up from us. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's important. Put those people around you Absolutely. that, that are a level up from you and just be in their presence because it Correct. is so helpful and it is very encouraging. Number three, fly at 37,000 feet. Huh. You can't be distracted if you're flying. And what I mean by flying high is this staying classy, staying away from trouble. Yes. If you fly high enough, you won't have as many distractions because you're you're not running around with chickens and turkeys. You're flying with eagles. Number four. Well, can, can yeah, I say something? Yeah, please do. I'm sorry. Bit? I kind of moved on quickly from that. I'm At 37,000 feet, and I know you've looked up the – I know you've looked up all the statistics on it. But if you're flying at 37,000 feet and one of your engines goes out, mm -hmm. which means – 100 miles. You fall – some something trips you up, you can glide for a hundred miles. So you can put that sucker on autopilot until you are ready to make the climb again and ascend back up. So I think that that's important. 37,000 feet Absolutely. is important because something can go wrong and you're still higher than the poo-poo on the ground. Yeah. That's the only way enough to put it. I mean, what? Let's not let's not hide in vagaries. What she's talking about is 
is not getting caught up, caught up with a lot of, of bull crap. Yeah. With with people's people's junk, man. Yeah. And for some of you, you either didn't have a father or a strong mother, or you did and they were just weak and wouldn't speak into your life. And maybe this podcast for some of you is like listening to a set of parents that you wish you had. Man, let me just be the wise father for a minute, even though I'm not even 40 yet. Don't involve yourself in everybody's bullcrap. And don't believe every every story. <laughs> Look, some people are not drowning. Some people are drowning for attention. Oh, that's good. They're not drowning. They're just drowning because they're too lazy to reach out and grab the raft. It's, 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 it's not DEFCOM Emergency 7. It's every really, time. No, too many times. Yeah. You ever heard of the little boy that cried wolf? Yep. Well, too, it's exhausting if you involve yourself in everyone's drama and everyone's problems. Like, can you imagine? Yes, I can. <laughs> I get involved in a lot of people's personal issues because in my position at the church, I'm a youth pastor and a children's pastor and an elder. And so a lot of people come to me and keep coming to me. I love you. Oh, I want to help you. We know, we know when the limit has been hit. Yeah. And we need a break. Hence a Sheraton yeah. weekend. I am <laughs> what I was saying. I guess it was just bad timing on my part. But if you know what's going on in everyone's life in detail around you, you are too darn nosy and you need to get a life. Very true. That's what I'm saying. Very true. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Number four, <laughs> the way that you bounce back through a fall by eliminating the distractions around you is you prioritize. Yes. You, you you can't be distracted if look if I have prioritized a task or a person at a level seven for the day, you are far down the list from one, two, and three. Right. I'm not going to be distracted because when I prioritize, I only think about the top one. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes people get ugly with you because they kind of realize, oh, wait, I'm not a priority. No, you're not, because what you have going on is not that high level. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're not important. It just means there are things right now that have to be taken care of. Right. Something is on fire, and we have to put that out. That's right. You are not on fire. You're striking a match. <laughs> right? And I like that you talked about priorities because you said, I don't even know if it was yesterday or today, <clears throat> the days have kind of <laughs> run together, but you said, I know that I've been really busy with such and such and such and such. I know what you're going to say. You've got this going on. You said, but I want you to know I am guarding myself to make sure that you and Oliver and Wyatt are where y'all need to be. And that everything that y'all need is taken care of. That was today. That was today. Okay. At lunch. That is a priority that you set just going, yes, honey, I know I've been absent a lot the past couple of weeks, Yeah. but I am aware of that and I am making sure that I am guarded against not being able to give attention here at home when it's needed. So. Right. Right. Well, and just in the last 48 hours, I had a one hour long talk with Wyatt out in the truck about his life. I have had two wrestling matches and a backseat ride with Oliver. Yes, that's right. 
sometimes I jump in the back seat with my kid and just act like a kid and I ride with them. Yeah. And that's, that's a good time for us because we just play like kids do. Yeah. Well, tonight and, uh, we got to go to Gaddy's. Right. With my sister and her husband. Yeah. And Oliver got to play games with you. And then me and Wyatt sat at the table with them and we talked football. We talked about them doing some baseball stuff. Talked about Fortnite. So we did. Part of the reason we are out is we did make sure that we, amongst all the crazy that's going on, we made time, even though if it wasn't a home cooked meal, we made time to sit down as a family and have some fun. Absolutely. So priorities, you have to do it. And that'll keep you from getting distracted. So yeah. the fifth and final one, because I put that sixth of the routine helps you win. Yeah. We'll talk about routines another day. Um, I think a good topic for an entire day would be a morning, mid, uh, morning routine, a workday routine, and an evening routine, maybe even a weekend routine. Oh, yeah. And we could kind of lay out what our routines are and, and what could be helpful. Sure. All right. But number five. Refusing to dwell will keep you from getting distracted. Oh, I like that. I have always been a person when I played sports or even boxing or whatever, even when I got into a fight, just a regular fight, or I'm not going to dwell in the loss or the jab very long. Like, I'm just not going to dwell there in a valley. I'm not a valley dweller. Yeah. I, I am a valley passer. I just pass through valleys. Yeah. If I'm stuck in a valley, it must be from a bad decision or the Lord trying to treat, teach me something. Right. But it wasn't by choice. Right. That I just I just want to live in this valley and dwell. I, that's why I don't struggle with depression. I will not dwell in the losses. Yeah. I have to pursue to the winds. And if you dwell, see, when you dwell someplace long enough. You there, make a home there. You make a home there. And there's always, along with that, a Traction that will come along because you're stagnant. Yes. In other words, what I'm saying is keep it moving. Yeah. Well, and the longer you're there, the harder it is to get out. That's funny you said that because I put, um, this goes along with it. I kind of wrote down some of my stuff, which we've mostly covered, but I put refuse to have two fail days in a row. When yes. you do that, you won't stay in a valley, which I, what I'm saying is there are some days that you will have this to-do list and not one thing will get done because you have stuff that just comes up and you go to bed at night and you're like, well, today was a wash. I did not get what I wanted to get done. And that's fine. You can't expect every day to be the most glorious, productive day that you've ever had. That's some right. days, some days are just going to be, well, that was crap. Try again tomorrow. Don't have yep. two of those days in a row. Or like you said, you'll stay in that valley. And the longer you stay there, the harder it is to get out. Absolutely. It's like quicksand. Yep. I think that's good. Absolutely. Um, with that, that's kind of the topic of the day. Put these yeah. things in practice. Eliminate your distractions. And press through because you are ready to bounce back. Yes, you are. Yes. And you can do it. Quotes. You absolutely can. It's quote time. Quote time. Go ahead, Mom. I'll let you go first. Oh, goodness. I got to get over to my screenshots, which I did this. Well, my, mine's anonymous, so let me go with mine. Oh, okay. That's absolutely nothing to do with what we talked about tonight, but here it is. Okay. A real man 
chooses to honor, love, respect, adore, and be faithful to one woman, a real man. A real man. A real man will love one woman. Yeah. And be faithful and adore her in a respect. I like that. That's right. What I was saying is I did the new iPhone update. And then I got like all of my apps and stuff organized into this cool little app library, which I'm coming to find out most people already had their stuff organized, like in these little folders or whatever, but it did it for me. And now I'm learning what's in what folder. So I had to go, this is all like in my screenshots, but I do like the new update. Have you done it on your phone yet? I have not done the update on my phone yet. No, it's pretty cool. Okay. Here's my quote. Don't blame a clown for acting the clown. Ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. Ooh, man, that's a good one. Isn't it? I thought, oh, that I, was, like it. I thought that was pretty fantastic. Don't blame the clown for acting like a clown. Ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. Yep. Stop blaming other people for things that you are attending. Yes. Tighten your circle. Stop showing up to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next segment is what you got. What you got? Is there something you've been listening to, something you've been reading, anything you want to share with everybody? I do. I've got my uh got my song list ready. Well, come on, drop it on us, mama. All right. I found this one this week and I cannot get enough of it. It's called Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert Hard Days. So stinking good. Yep. So good. Goodbye Says It All by Blackhawk. This is an oldie. Goodbye Says It All. It is an oldie, and it is about as a hit country. Gave me no chance and redemption. Yeah. No further exception. <laughs> no less talking over number I can call. Goodbye Says It All. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, but he doesn't tell like he has a clothespin stuck to his nose. He kind of does to me. <laughs> Yeah, so... I mean, this is really awesome. It It is country. is about as hick hillbilly as you can get, but I love Blackhawk. Um, Walk Me Home by Pink. Still, like, one of my favorites. I, I don't skip it whenever it comes Is that out. a duet with Kenny Kiss? Um, or no? Don't Make a Liar Out of Me. I have no idea. All right, well, I'll figure it out. Um, Keep going. To be honest. Um, and then both of these are by James Taylor. Because he's just phenomenal, and it's going to Carolina, which I just sit back and I listen to that, and I just close my eyes and thinking about walking down the streets of Charleston, South Carolina. Because every day I'm going to Carolina in my mind. I love it. (laughs) So, and then probably one of my top five songs of all time is James Taylor, Fire and Rain. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Yes, it is. I just I can't get enough of it. So those are my top five. You doing songs or no books? T- today I'm going to do a podcast. Ooh, oh man, that's a good one. I should do that next week. And today it is the. Let me tell you the exact name of it. It's the Central Baptist Round Rock podcast, but it is called the Sermon Podcast by Central Round Rock. Okay. Sermon podcast by Central Round Rock. Yes, it's a Baptist church. Yes, I love them. Yes, I get fed a lot by what I listen to from their pastors. Yeah. And uh, I think you should check it out. I think you should check it out immediately. I'm going to have to go download that. It's awesome. 
So that's what we got for the day. So I guess, uh, go ahead. I have one more thing, and it's totally not on <laughs> any topic. That's all right. If you drop your phone. <laughs> I know. I know we're getting close to midnight. Have you ever heard? There's a lady on my Instagram. And she is doing like an adrenal gland cleanse. Absolutely not. I, you, I'm out of here. No, listen. Have you ever heard of adrenal fatigue? I think we have it. <laughs> and here's what I'm, it's from like over cat. You can get it from over caffeinating your body. Well, oh, as I yawn, <laughs> I definitely over caffeinate my body. Okay. So, so how do you get rid of it other than? So it's not like you, yes, you can do like these pills and these cleanses, but what you do is you don't have any caffeine for like four to seven days. Instead, you cleanse your body with like teas. You can still have decaf coffee. Yes, don't at me. I know decaf coffee still has a little bit of caffeine in it. You can't completely take it out. Um, and then you just like fill yourself full of like vegetables and clean meats and stuff like that. And you cleanse your adrenal gland because there is a legit thing as adrenal fatigue. And I, I'm going down this list and I'm like, we have that because I don't know about Probably you as, so. as much as me, but like I, my body runs off of caffeine every day. And number one, it's our mattress that we bought. Just it terrible. It, and it's good for some people. I know it is, but it's firm. And we thought that that's what we needed. And it's not. So my sleeping is terrible. Obviously our schedule has been thrown off a little bit. So if anybody's ever done adrenal gland, Cleanse. I'm going to look into it now. Let me know if you, if y'all are listening and you think that you have like this fatigue that you're always tired, no matter how much caffeine you get in your body, maybe we could just do like an unconventional family podcast, adrenal gland cleanse. That, that's a lot of words in one. But anyways, I just, I was looking at it and I was looking up some details on it and that's what I thought. So, yep. So I wanted to put this out there that up, Coming in February and maybe sooner, we are going to do a marriage um, seminar convention, whatever Something. you want to call it. But yeah. um, it'll it'll be private. Um, you'll have to register for it. All of this, but long story short, let's get to celebrate you. Let's do it. So we are going to celebrate today, uh, Mr. Mark Cuban oh. of the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, is it is it that story yeah, that I had you, you read? Yeah, why don't you tell it? You know it. Well, did so you? So one of his former yeah. players from the Dallas Mavericks fell on hard times. He's having some mental issues, a host of other issues, probably some drug issues. I think he is. I think he and is. Yeah, and he has found himself holding a sign on the side of the road, and everybody's been worried about this guy because he's kind of losing it. And Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, also um, one of the sharks on Shark Tank, I believe the story is picked him up in a limo. Picked him up off the side of the road. Yeah. yeah. Took him to go see his mama. Took him to go see his mom and then checked him into rehab, I believe. And is paying for it. Yeah, and is paying for rehab. Yeah. Now, say what you want to say. Well, I don't like him. He's a billionaire and I this, that, and something else. But that's unconventional family love right there, buddy. That, pick, that's being yeah. an unconventional family. Pick this man up 
Oh, it sounds a lot like the Good Samaritan, doesn't it? Yeah. But nobody wants to do that because they're too selfish. <laughs> it's late, and I get ornery and very blunt when I'm tired. Oh, but my yeah, goodness. just think, like, and didn't pick him up and just drop him off at this rehab. He took him to go see his mom. Oh, and he's paying for the rehab. And he's paying for it. But just imagine as a mother, someone cared enough to pick your son up off the streets and not just call you and tell you that he's okay and we're checking him into rehab. But he brings him to you for you to wrap your arms around your child and then says, yes. here's what we're going to do. I'm not taking him back to the streets. I'm not just taking him to a hotel to get him cleaned up to send him back out. He's going into rehab and you're not going to worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. You know, like that's, that's love. It's first class all the way. That's unconventional love. <laughs> I love it. So today I know Mark Cuban's probably not going to listen to the podcast. Um, but one day he will. Yeah, but nonetheless, <laughs> I just wanted to celebrate Mark Cuban. Yeah. The fantastic job that he did. And I see you, buddy. I, yeah, I love it. I would say six more sleeps, but I, I don't, I don't know. It'll be, it, it, we'll see you next week. <laughs> no, we're not sure when, but we are going to go get some sleep on our sucky firm mattress. <laughs> we're going to wake up in the morning and we're going to drink a whole pot of coffee. While we read about this adrenal gland cleanse. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a nice productive Friday. And it's going to be amazing. And you are too. So we will see you when we're looking at you, homie. Say bye, hon. Bye-bye.